Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries. Today we're going to talk about compassion and empathy. The Bible tells us that we must possess or have compassion and empathy for each other, for one another, for all men. So I'm just going to talk to you all about exactly what is the definition of compassion and what is the definition of empathy. And then we're going to go over some scripture. Um, I will not be before you long, but I wanted to get on and to just release this nugget on today um, to just bring some light or should I say to illuminate the path of many of you that are listening to this podcast. When we look at the word compassion, compassion is, the dictionary says it is sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or the misfortune of others. When we look at compassion, some of the similar words are pity, sympathy, feeling, empathy, understanding, care, concern, sensitivity, love, brotherly love, tenderness, warmth, gentleness, mercy, leniency, tolerance, consideration, kindness, humanity, charity, benevolence. These are words that all describe compassion. When we begin to look at the word of God, it lets us know that we serve a God that is a compassionate God. Isaiah 30 and 18 says, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. My Lord. We look at Isaiah 49 and 10 and it says, they will never hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat or the sun beat down on them. He who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. And in Exodus 33 and 19, it says, and the Lord says, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. We need to understand God is a loving God. God is a God of mercy. God is a God of compassion. God is a God of empathy. God is the God of love. When we look at our lives today and we look at men and women that we come across, some may be our family members, associates, or people we just pass along the way. We need to ask ourselves, am I revealing the true character of our Heavenly Father? Do I have compassion towards all men? Am I loving to all men? <clears throat> Am I forgiving 
to all men. Let that sink in. Just think about it. Because why? We serve a God that is a compassionate God. So if he resides in us and we reside in him, we must also have his compassion. We must also have his love. For all of these things show forth his characteristics in us. When we look at the word empathy, the definition of the word empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. When we possess empathy, there is a togetherness. There is no distance, but there's a type of chemistry that happens. It's almost like a magnet. We're attracted to people that possess empathy. We're attracted to people that need empathy. We're attracted to people who are broken. We are attracted to people who are lost. We're attracted to people who are hurting. So we must have empathy as well as compassion. When we look at some scriptures for empathy, we can look at Romans chapter 12, verse 15. And it says, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. There are so many globally that are rejoicing in the midst of much sickness, death, loss of loved ones, family members, associates, friends, whoever they may be in, a walk, in their walk of life. But still, when they have a true relationship with God, they still are giving God praise and they're still rejoicing. Why? Because they have an empathetic heart and they possess a spirit of empathy. They rejoice even in the midst of much turmoil, even in the midst of brokenness, in the midst of pain, even in the midst of loss. They can get weary, but they still have a praise to rejoice in their spirit. They weep when those who weep. They weep with those who weep. When we possess empathy, we are moved with the spirit of compassion, with the heart of compassion, like our Heavenly Father. When we see those who are hurting, we hurt. When we see those who are bruised and broken, we're bruised and broken. When we see those that have been wounded, we're wounded. Why? Because we possess his heart. And when we possess the heart of God, we possess his love. And in his love, there is compassion. In his love, there is empathy. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32 says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. We serve a forgiving God. But the word tells us, in order for God to forgive us, 
guess what? We've got to forgive others in order to get forgiveness. So we can't go around with a chip on our shoulders. We can't go around upset. We can't go around angry. We can't go around bitter. But everything that we go through is to make us better for the kingdom, for the will of God to be revealed in our lives. When we look at 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 8, still talking about empathy, and it says, Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. All of you. Who is all of you? Each and every one of us, wherever we may be around the world. It's not for us to hate our brothers or our sisters, but it's for us to embrace them and to love them unconditionally. Why? Because Christ loved us. We're all created equally. The word of God tells us this. We must have unity of mind, that one mind, that one-mindedness. We must have sympathy one for another. Possessing the brotherly love. We've got to love our brothers and sisters. And that does include the center man. The center man must be loved as well. And when I say the center man, it's non-gender specific. The center man, meaning men or women, we've got to love them the same. We must have his tender heart and we must have a humble mind. We cannot be arrogant. We cannot be puffed up. We cannot be prideful, but we must always operate in love, love of the father. Let's look at Isaiah 54 and 10. It is talking about compassion. I will tell of the kindness of the Lord the deeds for which he is to be praised. According to all the Lord has done for us, yes, the many good things he has done for Israel, according to his compassion and many kindness. My Lord, look at that. Many kindness, his compassion. It was according to it. It was according to what his works for the people, the works, his good deeds, the kindness of the Lord. That's what they were talking about, which is to be praised according to all that the Lord has done for us. I'm going to look at another scripture for compassion. And then I will jump down and we will look at two more for empathy. And then I want to pray for all of you. Let's look at Psalms 51 and 1. But you, Lord, are compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. I want to tell you all today, no matter what you're going through, God is faithful. He is faithful and he's always abounding in love and faithfulness. He's a gracious God. He's compassionate. 
and he's slow to anger. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 12 and 26 for empathy. And it says, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. So you know what? There was an old saying when I was growing up that says, when I go up, you go up. In other words, I'm not going to leave you behind. When I'm blessed, you're blessed. If you're going through, I'm going through. Why? Because it's that type of connection, that brotherly love, that compassion, that empathy. And then let us look at Colossians 3 and 12. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, humility, meekness, and patience. Let me read that again. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. That is Colossians 3 and 12. I just want to encourage you all on today to strive to have compassion and empathy for everyone, no matter who they are, no matter where they're from, no matter their ethnicities, no matter their race, their genders, none of that matters. Why? Because when we stand before the King, the word of God tells me that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. So you know what that means? My husband, Apostle Herbie, cannot go for me, and I cannot go for him. We cannot go for our children, and they cannot go for us. It's a self-case. This is the hour to wake up. This is the hour to love. And anyone being leaders, pastors, whatever their functions may be within the body, if anyone is teaching from any pulpits, platforms, whatever they may be, if they're teaching anything that's not grounded and rooted in love, that's not grounded and rooted in unity, that's not grounded and rooted in oneness, that's not grounded and rooted in, in meekness, humility, compassion, empathy, all of these things, the good fruits of the spirit. If it's not grounded in any of this, then they're not speaking from the Holy Spirit. This is not the time, men and women of God. This is not the time to be caught unaware. This is not the time for the very elect to be fooled. But this is the time to know without a shadow of a doubt who you are and who you serve. This is the time and this is the hour to know what the word of God says. This is not the time and this is not the hour to be led astray. Anyone I don't care what their platform may be. I don't care what their title and function may be. If they are not speaking through love and the good fruits of the spirit, they're not speaking for God. They're not employed by God. And it would behoove each and every last one of you to repent now that have gotten enticed, entangled, manipulated, and deceived 
by those who say that God sent them and he did not send them. This is the hour to rend your hearts and not your garments. This is the hour to say, God, I've had a, a dirty heart. I've had bad thoughts about others. And God, just because they don't look like me, they don't sound like me. They don't live where I live. They don't possess what I possess. It's not about any of that materialistic things, but it's about the heart of God. This is the hour to say, God, I need you to take it out. God, I need you to root it out. God, I need you to pluck it out. God, I need you to free me. Lord, I need you to crucify my flesh. God, so I do not sin against you, God. Lord, I want to be pleasing. I want to be pleasing to you, God. This is not the time to play church, but this is time to rise up in the hour, this hour, right now, and be the church. Be the church that is waiting, that is ready without a, without a wrinkle or a spot that's waiting on the bridegroom to arrive so that we may go out to meet him and we may go into the marriage banquet and we may consummate our relationship with him and become one with him. Let us have clean hands. Let us have clean hearts and clean minds. Let us love like the Lord loves. Let us possess truly the attributes, my Lord. So many have gotten off focus of the things of God. I've never seen anything that's, there's so many bipolar people that are professing that they're Christians, Lord help them. For they've gone astray. They're like Saul, they're working and they've been fired and don't even know that the Lord has already given a pink slip. But they're still operating they're ineffective. Rather than spreading love, they're spreading hate. Rather than spreading unity, they're spreading chaos and division. My Lord, help us, Jesus. Help them. Help them all. Let us continue to pray for those who have gone astray. Let us say, God, help them. Lord, help them. I say this all the time. We cannot eat from every table nor can we drink from every stream. Poison and contamination lies within the hearts and the minds of so many that are saying that they know God and they truly do not know Him. When we truly had an encounter with God, He changes us. He transforms our lives for the kingdom. That is who God is. He is the creator of all things. He knows all things. My God. I pray this day that everyone that listens to this podcast begin to seek God. Seek God and say, God, I need your compassion. Lord, I need your empathy. I messed up. I got caught up in political things. I got caught up in fleshly things. I got caught up in the filthy lucre of the money and the attraction of platforms and notoriety. Connections. Oh God. And I didn't wait on you. God help me. Help me God. Lord I need you to clean me up. Lord I need you to do a new thing in me. 
so that you can do a new thing through me. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then I'm going to end this podcast until next Wednesday. So dear Heavenly Father, Lord, to everyone who's listening to this podcast today, Lord, I ask that you would penetrate, pierce, and penetrate their hearts, God. Lord, begin to show them who they are. God, to bring them to their knees of a repentant spirit and say, God, it's me. I don't have your compassion. I don't have your empathy, but God, I need you to help me because I cannot go another day like this, God. I need you to clean me up, God. But God, first of all, you've showed me me. So God, I repent. I repent of my wrongdoings. Lord, I ask you to help me. Lord, I ask you to cleanse me. Lord, I ask you to restore me, God. Lord, that I may be a weapon in the heart in the hands of the master. Lord, I ask God that you do a work in me, God. Lord, that I'm able to love right. That I'm able to have compassion that I'm able to have empathy. God, that I'm able to have the good fruits of the spirit. God, I don't want the old man. I want all things new. God, because when I accepted you, God, the old man passed away and behold, all things became new. But God, somewhere along the line, I I messed up. Somewhere along the line, I did not get rid of the bitterness. Somewhere along the line, I didn't say, God, I give it to you, but I tried to fix it in my flesh. God, I did not want to let go of the bitterness. I didn't want to let go of the hurt. I didn't want to let go of the soul trauma. So God, I need you to do a complete work in me. Lord, I throw up my hands and I surrender it all to you today. God, I release it to you. God, help me. Help me that I may help others. Father, I thank you for hearing me on today. Lord, I thank you. That you're a loving and forgiving God. Lord, and from this day forth, I want to exuberate your characters. I want to illuminate the path so that others may begin to follow my footsteps directly to you. Because everything we do must lead back to the cross. It must lead back to God. It's never about us. It's always about him. So, Father, right now, we just thank you on today, God. Lord, we thank you for this message on compassion and empathy. God, I ask God that you would just touch each and every person that listens to this podcast. Lord, that you would begin to do a new work in them. But God, help them to identify where they wouldn't let go of past hurts and sins, bitterness, and soul trauma. And once they recognize it, help them to repent. Help them to get back themselves back together again. And to fall back in love with you as before. Lord, I thank you for each and every one of them. God, may they have a blessed day. Lord, and I pray, God, that this message helps many people on today. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In your precious son's name, Jesus, Lord, we give you honor. We give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. 
Thank you so much for joining Let's Talk About It podcast on today with our topic on compassion and empathy. And again, I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network. Have a great day. God bless you.